0: Hey y'all. Hey, what's good? How y'all doing? What's up? I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I think I'm gonna just hop right into it. Um, my um, I went to the allergy doctor and they told me that I wasn't allergic to fruit. I was allergic to the pollen. I don't know if I told y'all this story. So he told me, well, no, it was a she. She told me, he or she, I don't know. I think it was a she. She told me, yes, it was a she. She told me, she was like, eat, not eat. She was like, take a Zyrtex and then eat the fruit 30 minutes later. So I went to the store, y'all, real, like for real. I don't don't have a job, right? So I went to the store and I was looking at the pills for Zyrtex. I was like, oh no. (laughs) So I got Benadryl, right? Mind y'all, I haven't took Benadryl in so long because I do. I When I was growing up, I did have like seasonal allergies, um, real, real bad. So I would take Benadryl, um, but I would mostly have mine in the springtime, you know, where we see pollen the most. And so itchy nose, itchy eyes, itchy throat like, wow. Um, but as I got older, um, my symptoms kind of like they aren't as bad as bad now, like. I can remember the last 2 3 years my symptoms my symptoms during the springtime have not been bad like I I rarely hate have to take anything um for my allergies so when I was still taking the Benadryl for my allergies though they weren't like really doing anything for me like they worked but they did like they didn't have no effect on me so I ended up buying the Benadryl the little pink little pills of Benadryl because they were cheaper you know you got to be smart so, so I'm not gonna spend all that money on dessert. You know, I'm not doing it. You know, but I am gonna. When you know, I'm gonna give me some zirtex because listen, this, the Benadryl. Lord have mercy. I be sleepy. I it it has an effect on me. Like I don't know. I don't understand. But I get sleepy. Like I take. I be like after the thirty minutes set in, and I eat the fruit man I be going down do you hear me like I um but I had to go ahead and get up here do this episode um but both of the times that I took the Benadryl actually before I ate the fruit I would get sleepy but I would work through it like I've been pushing through it I, I haven't really like laid down so I had to like you know, push through it. Like just push through the drug, cause it's not really sleepiness or anything. It's like I'm drowsy, so it's like I just want to lay down, cause I'm tired. Like my body be tired. Um, like you can't really function. So that's where I'm at right now. Like I don't work, cause I took the vinegar, like almost two hours ago. Yeah, two two and a half hours ago to be exact, actually. Um, cause my alarm for the thirty minutes went off at two twenty five, so it's been actually two out two and a half hours. So. <laughs> Um, I done worked through it a little bit, but yeah, I am ready to rest. It's my rest time. So I'm going to try to hurry up and get through this, but I have a lot of notes. <laughs> it's more so, it, it's not really a lot of notes, but it just looked like it because I got a lot of definitions today. But welcome back to the Healing and Hope podcast series with your girl, Nay. I hope you guys are doing fine. Hope y'all, hope you guys are doing well. Um, I've been drinking a lot of water too. mm mm bear with me today and somebody wanted me to give them a shout out so i'm going to shout them out i'm not gonna say no names but the person knows who i'm talking about so there's no need to say (laughs) hi shout out to you because you're going to shout out so bad so here you go um but yeah so today's episode is called mastering self so we're going to talk about self-mastery and I overall want to say that when it comes to self-mastery, it's all about knowing yourself. Like, in order to master yourself, you have to know yourself, period. Oh my God, hold on. I thought I had a pen over here, y'all. Let me get a pen, because that is imperative. I move all my pens to my desk, but I thought I at least kept one on this bedside table. But I guess not. That storm is going to work out there. Do you hear me? Okay. But I love a good storm. I'm about to watch me a movie. It's probably going to be watching me, because rest doesn't always have to be sleep. Just rest can be just literally doing nothing. Um but I have to get back up anyway. But ain't nothing wrong with a little Ain't nothing wrong with a little just downtime. Like make sure when you busy all the time throughout your day when you have a lot of things to do on your to-do list throughout your day. Schedule in, pencil, pencil in some rest time. Because that's something that I had to learn. So, you know, I take it seriously now. I really, really listen to my body now. And when my body is shutting down, I'm like, okay, it's time to get to a stopping point. So, you know, but at the same time, I have an obligation um, in a way where this is what I do. And I don't want to, like, drag it out or, you know, say, okay, I'm going to do it later. You know, I try to still to stick to doing what I said I'm gonna do these days. So I did want to go ahead and do this episode before I had my rest time. And I like to at least give myself three hours. <laughs> That's probably bad, but I don't care. So I'm 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 gonna try to finish this by six o'clock. But um yeah. So the definition for self mastery is self control. So mastering yourself is the hardest, trickiest part but it is the major, major key. It's really the number one key to healing, growth, and self-development. How can you start the work if you do not know what needs to be worked on? Not to say that you're broken, broken, but there are things that, you, that must be done in order to go from one place of your life to another. Correct? So just like a game, like when you play playing a game. In order to go to the next level, you must, you know, defeat the opponent. Or you must get this amount of coins. Or you must win the win. <laughs> I try to. Right here lately, I have two words. Like, um. So, basically, I was about to say win the race. But I was putting win and race together. I've been doing it a lot lately. Um, crazy. i like, slow down, right? But in order to do those things, right, you have to. Master certain things on a certain level before you can go to your next level, and so that's that's kind of what it is when it comes to healing and self development and growth. And we don't really understand that or see that in the beginning when we first start, but it starts to make more sense. Um, as you continue to, you know, learn to master different things about yourself when you learn to, um, really you know, overcome a lot of things about yourself, you, you start to get this aha moment. You start to understand, okay, I had to work through this or heal this before I could even start this next thing. Um, so you know, I, I'm all full circle with it and so I forgot what I was about to say. But anyways, um so yeah, like in order to, you know, really truly master your whole self, you have to first, you know, start the work you got to understand okay well what what about me do i that? what about me that i need to what is there about me that i need to master what do i need to do like you got to really like do that self-reflection that self-scan you know of okay what what is it where do i start basically where do i start so that's kind of where I I was, like, where do I start? You know, like, I know that I have to change. So one thing I did was before I started the self mastery journey, and I didn't even know it was a self mastery journey to now. um, A lot of things are becoming more clear now, three years later, you know, and I keep saying that, like, I started my journey three years ago. And a lot of things are really, really more clear to me now. Um, But I had to really like I don't like I said, I don't think I don't think things become clear to us until we actually get to that certain level where things are clear, like where we're like, okay that's what was happening the whole time. Got you. okay that's what, you know, I had to go through this whole time. Like sometimes we are we are we are in the fire. So when you're in the fire, literally when you're in the fire, you're not you're not really thinking about what you're actually mastering. You're just in the fire, you know. So you're really just trying to make it out the fire. So you're not really worried about what what you have going on, like what's getting burned off of you. You're really just trying to get out of there. So that's how it was for me. Like I'm I know I'm in the fire. I know I'm in this fire of healing, um, growth and self-development. So, you know, all I know is that it's getting hot. I don't know what's coming off, I don't know what's getting burnt off, I don't know what's being taken away. I don't know none of these things, but all I know is that I'm in the fire and I'm healing and I'm walking through the fire. You know what I'm saying? Walk through fire. Oh, I gotta listen to that song. Oh, let me write that down. I gotta listen. Walk through fire with Young Blue and Neo. I fell in love with you. That's why it's hard to say goodbye. That's why every time you, you better than me, I would have loved you. Okay. <laughs> That's why way I am. Okay. Anyways. So, <laughs> so yes. Um, you're not really paying too much. And, and that's how it's supposed to be at the same time. Like, you shouldn't be really paying too much attention to what's falling off of you. You just pay more attention to the fire that you're walking through. Like, you know, you pay more attention to the healing. You know, like, just making sure you're healing. Making sure you're doing the work. Just consciously choosing to walk through the heat of, you know, whatever your journey brings because it brings the heat. It brings the heat. It's going to make you sweat. (laughs) You know, having to look yourself in the mirror, having to, you know, say, okay, this is me, and I'm not perfect, I'm flawed, and there's some things that need to change about me. That makes you sweat. That makes... It's hard. Like, it's hard to really look at yourself in the mirror. But it's a must. It needs to be done. Who else is going to do it? You know, especially when you... 'Cause I think I say this a lot, but but my podcast is for people that are choosing to take the journey of healing, growth, and self development. And when you when you go on this journey, it, it starts to cultivate hope, which is why it is called healing and hope. Because I didn't have hope. I didn't know what hope was. And I think, you know, Chun has said this before too. And I agree, like before my journey, I I didn't have a hope in the world. Like I I wasn't hoping for anything. I didn't see, you know, the the light at the end of the tunnel. But when I started to heal, when I started to want to, you know, grow and self-develop, I could see the light. I knew that there was something at the end of the tunnel, and that's hope. That's me saying, okay, I know that there's something that I'm working towards, and that is my better, my greater good. So when you choose this path, you start to cultivate hope because you know there's more. And that's a beautiful feeling. Not saying that there's more material things or stuff on a physical level, But, you know, you just know that there's more to your life in general and you don't have to settle for, you know, what we've always settled for in our um, families, in our generations. You know, like we know that, okay, I can actually stand up and break these curses. I don't have to be what this society has defined me to be or what my family has defined me to be or what my environment has defined me to be. I don't have to be that person. I can do things differently. I can cultivate some hope. So, yes, thirteen thirty three for my angel numbers. My angel number lovers, go look that up. Always when you when you um look up angel numbers, always gravitates. Choose the um because I Google and I go to the same person, same two people all the time when I look because sometimes my one person doesn't have one, but the other one might. The other person that I read, she has them, or he, whoever has the page on Google. And so always go to the one that you gravitate to. And then every time you Google an angel number, keep that same person, whoever you gra- gravitate to. And if they don't have one, um, you know, always you can have a secondary because um, I have a secondary. And sometimes even if my first person that I always go to, even if she does have an angel number there, I might still go to my secondary. Just like I say, follow your intuition when it comes to that, because when you type in the angel number and you actually read that stuff it can really be a guide like it can really be helpful so don't like you don't have to revolve your life around your horoscope and your in astrology and angel numbers but it can be defining moments for you where it can help motivate you or it can help you say oh okay like i could use i could you know i could use this advice like this was good advice and i can apply it it's like knowledge that you can apply to your life just like anything else just like if you were to read a book That book does not have to define. It like the lights gonna cut off, Lord. That book does not have to. Please don't. don't, Shut up. It doesn't have to define you. That book that you read, it doesn't have to become your whole life, you know. But you can use it and apply it. It can become knowledge, and then you can. It can become knowledge that you apply. Okay, it can become applicable. (laughs) Um. So yeah. Let's get into it. So I actually researched self mastery last night, of course, to get my definition, which is again self control. Um, and so self control over yourself, like you, 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 you bring in the reins, like you pull them in, like oh horsey, all right, we 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 gotta we gotta see what's going on with myself, like you know. I think the biggest thing for me once again was like. I knew, like, I felt in my soul that I was going through the same cycle, same cycle, same cycles. And I was like, man, this is not it. I always end up back in the same place, the same hole. And I'm not, like, I'm not witty. Um, and so that's what helped me to change my perspective. And then, well, want to, you know, seek out some advice. And then I got the advice to change my perspective on my life. And then, um... Again, a childhood friend had passed away. And that, that's what made me start to more more so seek out purpose Um, a couple of months later um, after I started my journey. Because at first, I wasn't really seeking purpose. I was just really seeking, like, you know, some guidance. So I started praying for real. Um, You know, like, let me try praying. You know what I'm saying? Because um, that's where it starts, like, you know, it starts with just really trying to find yourself and what works for you. And, you know, praying really... Um, worked for me it really was helpful to me and I used to pray for y'all that for for those of y'all who have not watched my youtube and you and heard this story I've always tell how I started but um I'm gonna get into it a little bit more but yeah I used to go to work at like five in the morning and so every every morning in the car I used to just talk to God I used to pray that way and you know that really just helped me get through a lot at that time and it just started to grow and like my um journey my healing journey it just started to grow and develop and just get stronger ever since I started that you know that certain ritual you know within you know my own path so um I researched self-awareness last night when I was preparing for the episode and it gave I saw four I saw seven not four but I saw seven different um let me see hold on I don't want to say skills but I think that's what it was luckily my laptop is right here because you know I'm watching a movie after this I'm about to relax after this so um I had it right beside me but okay okay so the first thing I seen was, what are the seven self-mastery skills? Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. Excuse me. And I guess her name is Coach Sanjita. Um, but, of course, if you research self-mastery, it has, like, different things. But I... I I love this, the seven right here, the seven self-mastery skills, because I feel like I could really, really touch on them and relate to them, especially on this journey. So I'm going to get into them and I am going to do them in order. I didn't write them in order, but I'm going to do them in order of my ranking of me mastering them. And I'm going to speak on them just a little bit, just to give y'all some insight and some examples and just allow y'all to see how it relates to Nay. And, you know, one thing I want y'all to do is take these seven skills and, I mean, you can research and go do your thing. You, you can go look at the other things that they, ha- that they have that relate to self-mastery. But the seven skills that they have, and I'm going to read them in order, and then I'm going to do the ranking for for me, for Nay. Um, But self-awareness, self-discipline, emotional intelligence, positive thinking goal setting, time management, and stress management. So those are the seven essential skills um, for self-mastery. And also, her, the definition that she has up here is self-mastery is the ability to take charge of your own life and achieve success and happiness on your own terms. Okay? and it, And then it goes to say it requires developing seven essential skills. And there's so much tru- truth in it. Like, I am I am a living example that it does take these skills. And, and it's like I said, I didn't know, like until last night, I did not know that I was in the fire working on these skills. But we're going to get into it. So my first one that I, when I started to go through the fire uh, three years ago, the first one that I started to work on was self-awareness. And self awareness means your ability to perceive and understand the things that make you who you are as an individual, including your personality, actions, values, beliefs, emotions, and thoughts. So, what I have as a heading as is, "Who am I?" <clears throat> that's basically what self awareness is. Figuring you not like, "Who are you?" "Who am I?" And that's what I like. That's what I had to first like tap into on my journey. Who am I? And and I tell this story all the time, too. I started with my horoscope. I used to have a horoscope app. And I have, like, I lie to y'all not, I have at least five composite journals of me writing down my horoscope daily. Down from the daily horoscope to the weekly horoscope to the monthly horoscope. I'm not lying. I have them written. Some days I missed, but for the most part, I got literally every single day it's from 2020 up until like, I don't know when I stopped, maybe 2001, maybe 2022. I was going to start back, but I ended up like starting back and then stopping again. But, um, it was a very, um, what's that word? Crucial part of starting my journey off. Um, you know, that's why I I love horoscopes and I'm big on them because it really helped me to understand who I was. Is not and i I don't say this I don't say this for y'all to just go crazy on horoscopes and crazy on you know the spiritual life of getting readings and always looking at your horoscope and stuff like that, but it can be very helpful. you have to learn how to observe, not absorb, so I took it as an observation as an experiment in a way where every day every week, every month, I was writing down this these horoscopes, and I would just go through it and and say, okay, when it would say like, and I say this all the time, it would say like, I'm, I have a lot of tenacity, I'm sensitive. And it would say a whole lot of other things as well, just about predict, like kind of like predictions or whatever about relationships and stuff like that. Platonic, romantic, just work, career, you know, all types of stuff. So whatever did not resonate with me, I, I left it. But when something resonated with me, I would, you know, keep it in my mind, and I remember, oh, my horoscope said this. But the most important thing that I took away from it was learning about me, especially because I'm a cancer as, a, you know, you know, um, our our creature or our, I think is a crab. Our symbol is a crab and stuff like that. You know, like we go into our shells and stuff like that. So I took it upon myself to really just say, okay, yeah, this is me. But it would say sometimes like you can be too much of this or less of this. So I would try to like... Dimmy it down or, you know, add more of this or less of that, I would try to start balancing things out because there was some truth in it. You know what I'm saying? There's some truth in being too sensitive. There's some truth that I was too tenacious. So it was able to, it was, it allowed me to be able to take a step back from myself and look at myself and say, okay, in certain situations, when I deal with certain people, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm less this, less that. So it allowed me to really get to know myself and when you become, you know, self-aware, you're able to start that's the first start to being able to gain control of, you know, you. So, you know, I went back to therapy. That was very helpful. Um I know she ended up leaving or no, no, I graduated. And so, you know, towards the end of that that journey in 2023 with my therapist cuz I've been in therapy since 2021 or maybe before that but um she was able to help me figure out you know um my values, my beliefs, you know, stuff like that. Um I started to do things to help me understand my actions, why I move the way I move, my emotions, my thoughts. Like I started to take note of these things I started to take note of these things you know and therapy was a really really big help simply because you know like I said I was able to figure out my values and stuff like that so just being able to say be self-aware enough to say okay well I need somebody to talk to because I know I don't talk to other people about what's really really going on with me so let me get a therapist like I'm you know I need somebody to talk to I got to get this out and so That's that's really where I started on my journey. Like that's that with my self-awareness, becoming self-aware of who Nate is, you know, the good and the bad. I hadn't gotten to the good, bad, and the ugly. It was just the good and the bad, you know, that was just the start. (laughs) The good, bad, and the ugly probably came this year when I really, you know, was able to look at myself and really start to shed things for real, you know, this time. Because, of course, you have to start slow um don't expect things to happen overnight when you start your journey or while you're on your journey so my second one so that was my first one self-awareness that's the first one that I've mastered being aware of who I am my personality knowing that you know there's more to me and sometimes I choose to share with people and sometimes I don't and that's okay um Understanding my emotions, you know, I'm very emotional, but that's my superpower. You know what I'm saying? That I could use my superpower. How I take action in my life, like, you know, just choosing to say, okay, I'm going to do things differently and starting to heal my thoughts, taking, you know, just literally taking notes. Okay, am I a pessimistic person or am I optimistic? I was pessimistic. I wasn't really an optimistic person. So I'm like, okay, well, I need to start changing it. I need to have better thoughts, you know, I need to figure out how I can have better thoughts my beliefs. What do I believe in? You know, I don't, I, I went to church when I was young, but you know, life. And then now here I am, I don't really believe in anything. And I can't say I believe in God. Cause I really just started praying. You know what I'm saying? But you know, making myself aware of these things, put me in a, uh, putting me, put me in motion to start figuring out, okay, where do I go from here to really get to know me and who I am and the things that I like and not what people have put in front of me or what, not what the world has put in front of me. I want to define me for me because like I said, I didn't even, for example, I didn't even know sensitivity was a superpower for me being able to tap into my sensitivity and my emotions and being an empath. I didn't know that was an, a power for me simply because people used to say, Oh, you're you're being sensitive. So I had to hide that about me, but being able to become self-aware and realizing like, Oh, that's actually my superpower. I was able to tap into that, you know, being able to tap into my values this year, knowing what I actually value and what I don't value so that I can start being in alignment with, you know, with things that are coming into my life. You have to know what you value in life. You have to know what you believe in, believe in what you believe in, because you can you you stand for nothing. You fall for anything. So you got to have something, a foundation to stand on. And so, and so I began to start seeking God because I wanted that to be my personal foundation. That's not going to be for everybody, but that was for me. Like when I prayed, I felt good. When I went to church, I felt good. And God used that to lead me exactly to where I am now. And we y'all will hear more about my religion path later. But yeah, like, you know, that felt good to me. So I said, my foundation is going to be God. You know? So, my second thing that I mastered along the way, right after um, self-awareness, was my emotional intelligence. I was not an emotional, stable female. I moved off of my emotions. You hurt me? Oh, you're going to feel me in the most beautiful way. <laughs> no, like... um I'm not spiteful, I'm not vengeful, but I do make decisions based off my emotions. I do move a little fast off my emotions. um I am very impulsive. why well, I used to be very impulsive. I didn't think before I made moves. I didn't use any logic if I wasn't feeling it, even outside of like relationships, if I'm not feeling something, I'm not doing it, so if it's if if I'm like mm, I ain't feeling it. I'm not doing it, but you can't always think like that because some things must get done and you can't let your emotions get in the way of what what has to be done, what needs to be taken care of. And that's something that I had to learn. So emotional intelligence, the ability to understand, use and manage your own emotion in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others overcome challenges and diffuse conflict so if you very if you um if you emotionally um if you're not emotionally stable you know you're quick to not be positive you're quick to get stressed out because when something hurts you or when something is overwhelming i i would shut down and when i shut down like i'm not i'm not myself you know i'm i've always been empathetic um, emotions, like when I'm, when I'm not emotionally stable, it's hard to communicate with me effectively because I, I, I see red, I go blank. Um, and I'm not trying to hear nothing. So, you know, like overcoming challenges, once again, like you have to be emotionally stable because if something is too hard, you, or you, you get frustrated really quick. Like your emotions start to show, like when you're really, really going through a lot, you know, emotions are quick to want to come out, but you have to really like balance out that logic with, okay. Okay yeah, this is a challenge, but how can I work through it? What are the solutions and it's 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 so funny, and I love this. I always talk about my sister because she's a logical person versus versus not being so emotional, like we're the total opposite, so I love just saying it because she's always you know used her head versus her emotions, and um, I feel like we both had to like swap places a little bit where she's been somebody on her journey. she's been working more on you know her emotional intelligence. And I've more so been working more on, well, not emotional intelligence, but because I feel like emotional intelligence is logic as well, like being being able to balance out your emotions and your logic. So I would say she's been more so learning how to tap into her emotions, and I've been learning how to tap into logic, you know, really using my mind and really thinking before anything else. And also, again, to diffuse conflict, like if you're emotionally unstable, you're not going to know how to settle down conflict. You know, one thing I've learned is, you know, If it's it's that triggering for me, I'm somebody that can be like, okay, look, let's come back to it. Because I got to think about it. I got to really see what's going on. You know, just being able to talk it out versus lashing out. Um, And this is emotional intelligence is very important because you will be triggered a lot during this process. Simple. Straight to the point. So you got to be able to be in, in control of your emotions. You have to master every single emotion. Because if you lash out, if you get too frustrated, if you act off of impulse, you know, moving off your emotions, if you get too happy and excited about something, like, you know, sometimes, you know, okay, for example, like, if I really, really like somebody, I get real, real excited. Like, oh my God, I like this person. Like, oh OMG, like, you know, my emotions. Like, you know, you, oh my God. And then, like, they're nothing like, they're not the hype. They're not even worth the hype I gave them a week ago. So <laughs> it's those little things. You have to like step you have to like, okay, this is the emotion I'm feeling, but you have to step outside of that emotion and you have to you have to manage it. You have to be like, okay, well, you know, yeah, this person makes me excited, or this thing makes me excited, or on the flip side, this thing really pissed me off. But let me step outside of that emotion and let me acknowledge the emotion, but let me step outside of it and say, Okay, nay. You always get a little too excited about people and you know how people are. So benefit of the doubt, let them show you who they are. Don't get it too excited. Don't get, don't get, don't, 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 don't do that to yourself because you're going to be disappointed. That's a, that's one example. Or when I get frustrated and I get angry. Okay. Or let's just say frustrated or overwhelmed. Um, I, I had to take a step back. Like, you know, I'd be like, ah, right, the devil busy, but you know what? deep breath how how can i fix this what let me think what's the all do i need to go to youtube see how how to do this how to do that like when you know when like problems arise like little things like for example one day i locked myself out of my room i was about to get so mad but i had to take a step back now okay let me go on youtube how to pick a lock i didn't even have to pick the lock but i ended up getting in a different way but you know it and it was so easy to get in it was so crazy but you know, instead of, like, just letting my emotions get the best of me, I'd step out of that. You know, I acknowledged it because, you know, it had already been a long day. So you have to be like, our Father in Heaven. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But listen, I'm trying. You know, like, you know, when you when you feeling tried, you got to be like, I'm trying. I'm trying not to get frustrated. I'm trying not to get upset. So please help me understand. So, you know, you got to take a step back and you got to just analyze the situation. You got to use your logic. Um, and you gotta try to be positive. You know, because when you get triggered, it can be stressful, you know what I'm saying? Um it can it can be hard, but emotional intelligence, like just being emotionally stable and understanding, you know, balancing your emotion, your logic, is simply being able to say, Okay, I acknowledge this emotion, I I, I, I love this emotion or I'm not too okay with this emotion. Um, but I know what to do. You know, you got to get in control of your emotions. You can't let your emotions lead the way. You can't let your emotions be in control. You can't let your emotions guide the boat. And so I learned that. And I love that for me because, you know, every everything I'm saying is stuff that I've learned and I've mastered. But tests, little tests will come up as you heal as you develop as you grow little things will pop up to test you to see have they really mastered this let's see how they work through it let's see what they do when they are triggered let's see what they do in certain situations are they really as aware as aware as they say they are you know little things are going to come up to test you so be prepared and that's why I have, you know, I can talk about it because little things have come up to test me. Even though I've no, I know that I'm emotionally intelligent, that I I know how to take a step back, but little things come up in my life where, you know, okay, simple. Um, let me see. Hold on, y'all. So yeah. Just like my I had a weed this week. It was a a lot of times this week I want I kept saying, I wish I still smoke weed. I want I need to smoke. And every time I say I need to smoke, I know that it's a stressful situation. That's not a positive one, right? But fortunately for me I can't even like get any. <laughs> so that's amazing. Um that helps a lot. But also just, you know, being able to acknowledge, like, okay, this is stressing me out, but still just, just also being like, okay, what's going on, A? Let's get to the bottom of it. You know, because <laughs> the old me would have been like, mm. okay, <laughs> okay, who got $20? I need a dub. <laughs> I can only be me. I gotta be honest, okay? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lord have mercy. Growth, amen. Okay, so number three, the next thing that I mastered on my journey, and I feel like I mastered emotional te- intelligence around like 2021. That's when I started to uh do healing and hope. Um, well, what's when I started to do my own like cultivating my own this was before seven days of daily growth when I was like cultivating my own um healing journey right um which is ultimately seven days of daily growth like each day just putting doing these little things that resonate with me um like knowledge uh self-reflection weekly reflections um affirmations uh practicing gratitude like that's when I started to really um Master emotional intelligence and also at the same time number three goal setting goal setting was the third thing that i mastered goal setting is the development of an action plan designed in order to motivate and guide a person or group toward a goal um and it also said committed thought emotion and behavior towards attaining a goal and i mastered this as soon as i started 7 Days of Daily Growth, which is now Healing and Hope. But make sure y'all go check out the YouTube. Um, Because that's where I was doing... um, Or get the journal. That's where I was doing, you know, my daily things every day. 7 days a week, I was healing. You know, putting in that healing. But it also was a goal setting thing for me. Because I set this intention. I set this goal to heal myself. So, I put myself in a position where I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. So which was ultimately heal start healing you know start develop self development start gro- my growth my growth journey so you know I started to do things that resonated with me like I make this goal okay what are some things this is I'm seeing spirituality as a whole like all these things that I could be doing but Nay, what are the things that resonate with you and so you know those were the things that resonated with me again practicing gratitude affirmations self reflection um Knowledge, just learned about different things, uh, journaling in general, journal prompts, things like that, journal, you know, guided journal prompts. Those were those were things that resonated with me. So those were the things that I started to do, you know. So also on Sundays, I had the set three goals. So that's when I started to master the idea that that piece of goal setting, because, you know, I set that intention of, you know, that's my major, major goal to heal myself. So I started to do the little things to work towards that. Um, But I will say healing yourself is a start, but there's a a bigger healer that helps um, if you follow my drift. Um, So, you know, I did a great job trying to heal myself, but there was somebody else that had to put me through the fire so I could really see myself at the same time. So, yeah, I did a great I did some great work, you know. When it comes to my path, I would say, you know, that God knew what he was doing the entire time. He knew that he had to prepare me for what he was going to take me through. (laughs) So, he had to strengthen me. And so, he gave me, you know, healing and hope. And he gave me rain to really work through some things to get me stronger. Only the strong survive. So, he had to strengthen me before he could really, you know, really put me through his fire. So... This is a very good trait to have when choosing this journey. It's like you're setting your intentions on being a better person. Make goals that are in alignment with your journey. So I literally just said that I started to do things that I felt like were in in alignment with nay. I was able to see spirituality as a whole. I was able to look at and see what everybody was doing, no matter what it was. But I said, I'm going to do what feels good for me. So I've always encouraged that. Do what feels good for you. Do not get out here and do mess yourself up. I was about to go in, okay? Do not get out here and mess yourself up doing what everybody else is doing in the name of spirituality, okay? Don't do that do what feels right to your soul, what resonates to your soul. Like even with seven days of daily growth, you don't have to literally do all of these things on a daily. You don't have to journal on a daily every Wednesday. You don't have to set goals every Sunday. You can set a goal every Monday. Um, you can self-reflect on a Friday. Um, you can pick one day to do everything, you know, do, do what resonates to your soul. What is, what is in alignment with your path? Don't Kill yourself trying to heal yourself either. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Um Yeah. Don't do that. Do what works for you. I really needed to why I did seven days was because I really needed to I took time off, first of all. Like I stopped working for six months and shout out to God and them angels, okay? Um, in two thousand twenty one, I took six months off to really go on that journey daily. Because that was in alignment with me. So I was in, God gave me the idea, you know, to create seven days of daily growth. I had to, that was my path of going on that journey. Not everybody's path looked the same. So do what resonates with you on a soul level, with your spirit. Don't just be doing things just to do it. Just because you see somebody else do it. Set goals as far as your journey to help master yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I was doing things to help master myself, get in control of myself in my life, pulling the reins back on my life. Whoa, nay, you know, let's rein it in. Let's do it this way, you know? So time, oh, I'm moving too fast. My fifth one, um, am I my fifth one? No, my fourth one, positive thinking. So having an optimistic attitude, this was my, it should have been early on, but this was my fourth thing that I had to master. Um, it was something that I knew I had to change about myself, but it, it was a lot. Um, and I'm going to get into that. So I'm going to give you a definition first. The practice of focusing on the good in any given situation. I am naturally a worry wart. That's something that I learned um, as far as being a cancer. We are people that worry a lot we initially worry, we initially get overwhelmed, we initially get stressed out. So, um yeah, every little thing I was ready to just like say forget it, like throw my hands up, throw the towel in, simply because you know like I'm quick to worry, you know I'm quick to think the worst, you know I'm quick to think, overthink to my mind in a spiral versus, you know, thinking like, okay, this this actually could work out better. Like this actually could be leading me to something else. Like this actually could be protection, you know? So it took work for me to master positive thinking. Um, I said, it takes work when you have traits that are against this. So yes, I've always had traits that were against positive thinking, being optimistic about my life. I didn't see the light at the, the end of the tunnel. I didn't see the rainbow at the end of the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see the the stars shining the sunshine I didn't see that especially when it came to came to my life so it's like when you don't see those things naturally when you're not taught to see the good even in the bad that even if things don't work out that means God has something better for you or you might be protect being protected from something because I was not aware of this I had a very negative mindset thinking my life is over when things don't go my way um so I had to do a lot of mental work. So shout out to my self-awareness, shout out to my emotional intelligence, shout out to my goal setting, shout out to seven days of daily growth me growth, me choosing to sit down and really take this journey, go on this journey, because it allowed me to really do that mental work I needed to needed to do in order to cultivate more positive thinking in my life. So it still took work but now I know because I was chasing also happiness and happiness is a fleeting emotion so now I'm at a hundred percent shout out to God he gets all the glory because now I know that happiness is a fleeting fleeting emotion and now I have joy and I received joy once again like I said in my last episode once I what did I say what did I say once I release the shame, I receive joy, you know? So, yeah. Positive thinking was my fourth one that I that I have um, really mastered and overcome and have control over. So, like, affirmations are, like, my number one go-to, um, my number one suggestion for you guys. Affirm yourself. Know who you are. Um, life is not going to be easy, but only the strong survive. So just already have in your mind, like, okay, life not going, life not going to be easy. Life is not easy. We already know this life not going to always go our way. Right? So we simply, simply just have to be optimistic no matter what, like we have to know, like if this ended, it mean it was not meant to be, or if something leaves, And it stays gone, you know what that means. If it comes back, you know what I mean. Just the little things about, you know, having an optimistic attitude of knowing, like, whatever is meant for you is meant for you. And whatever is not, is not. It's about also releasing control. It's a lot of mental work when it comes to thinking positively. Like, you know, it is definitely a a mental aspect that, that we have to work on. So you have to, like, scan your mental when it comes to positive thinking. Um, but once you master it, once you find joy, oh, my God, even in the hard times, listen, everything is Gucci. <laughs> everything is all good. Everything is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, joy mm, gets you some. So, number five, stress management is my number five. So, stress manage- management, reduce the negative impacts caused by stress and to improve a person's physical and mental well-being. And I, it kind of goes to hand with that positive thinking and joy. If you have joy, you don't deal with stress. Sorry, y'all. My bad. I did not mean to say that. But that does go hand in hand. <laughs> I meant to say, and if you say you don't deal with stress, Get off my podcast. <laughs> no, seriously. If you say, "Oh, I don't," everybody look. Everybody and their mama deal with stress, okay? And it, it does not have a a a, a color on it—black, white, purple. We all deal with stress in this life. Um. So you know, one of the things that I had to master, and I do feel like it—it it started with it—it it went hand in hand with my positive thinking. But it was something that I would say I mastered after. And really, just something that I really just mastered because you know I definitely handled my stress way differently. You know, um, I had to learn to cope in better ways. You know, I was very self aware for a long time. You know, like because I that was my first, that was my first thing that I mastered self awareness. So I knew a lot about me, um, that I needed to change. But I also, you know, it takes time. You know, I gave I will give myself a lot of grace. I was very patient with myself because again, goal setting. Um, I knew that I was, I knew where I was going. I knew I was headed. So I knew I had this determination of, I know I'm going to get there eventually. So it's just, you know, things that I have to keep working through. Like I'm I'm walking through this fire and it's not easy. It's not an easy journey. So I'm not going to put a lot on myself. I'm not going to put too much on myself. You know, not even, you know, God puts more on us than we can bear. So I'm not even going to do that to myself. So, you know, one of the things I used to cope was smoking, but I realized that I realized, especially in 2021, I really I used to smoke all the time before then. From 2016 to th- 2021, I was a chimney. Okay, a lot of people laugh at me because I started so late, so they they probably wouldn't agree, because I know a lot of people was been smoking way before me. But at the end of the day, when I started, baby, I made sure I didn't stop. Okay, lunch, breakfast, dinner, and when I learned how to roll myself. It was even more crazy. It Got even more worse. And when I was in stress, stressful situations, it was even more worse. But when I stopped working in 2021, um, I slowed down a lot. I slowed down a lot, and I also had a, a health scare too. But it had more so to do with food than smoking, um, like my eating habits versus smoking. Um, but I did slow down a lot, and I realized like. When I'm in stressful situations, when things are stressing me out, that's when I smoke more versus when, you know, I'm just free and, you know, carefree and living and happy. I don't really care to smoke. So I was able to be self-aware about that. Um, And so, you know, I knew that I needed better ways to cope with my stress. Um, Stress is inevitable, but it doesn't have to kill us. Um, Stress can cause a lot of physical, mental and emotional health problems take note of the things you do when you feel stressed okay so you know that that like i said with smoking it might be different for everybody but smoking was my coping mechanism when i when i was like that was my number one really my only cuz it was like you know my my boyfriend was always there right there so i could pick it up and you know smoke get high take note of the things you do when you're when you feel stressed so when, like, I, and I just, I kind of started, I kind of said that a little bit, um, uh, with emotional intelligence. When I'm stressed out, the first thing I'd be like is I need to blunt. When somebody straight like, I used to say too, like, I know I don't need to deal with a person when I deal with them and I need to smoke, Lord. No, you know, I need to get away from you. Okay. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So I took note of that, like take note when you stress out. What is the first thing that comes to your mind that you want to do? And if it's not positive, it's, if it's more so deemed as a negative thing, try to start to incorporate more positive things it's, it's when it comes to stress. You know. Because another thing I was able to do was like when I was stressed, I would start to do other things versus smoking. And then whenever I used to vibe out, I would just smoke just to smoke because I'm ready to vibe out. I'm ready to chew. I'm ready to relax. So that that's. That's, that's, that was the kind of the difference, you know what I'm saying? Like I tried to stop smoking when I was in stressful situations or when I had a lot going on or, you know, to ease my mind, you know, and I try to do it in a more positive light where before I sat down to, you know, do something artistic or, you know, when I finished my whole day and I'm ready to relax, you know, take the load off, go to sleep, you know, get comfortable, relax, you know, that's more so when I would do it, but, um, I've officially decided to stop, um, so I'm back a week clean. It would have been two weeks, but, you know, so hopefully this time, you know, I'm done. <laughs> but, um, I'm not gonna lie. I love me some marijuana. Not even on no, you know, stress-type energy. It's like, I feel I'm more joyous than I've ever been. And, you know, sometimes I still just want to kick back, relax, and smoke me one. But it does make me, um... Not want to do things, too. Um, And that has nothing to do with stress, but just for the people that can relate, it does make me want to not do stuff. So, the second reason why I, I tried to cut back, you know, because I stopped doing it for stress. So, the second reason that I cut back was was because I used to, like, I would still do it before certain things. Like, for example, writing. But, like, I didn't even want to write no more. I didn't even want to do nothing more. I just wanted to, like, pull the covers up and chill. So, it's like, you know, is it beneficial? It might not be harmful, but is it beneficial with where with what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to go. You get what I'm saying? So that's that's why I said, you know what, I'ma stop because I'm looking at it from a from a bird's eye view and honestly it's not beneficial to where I'm trying to go and what I'm trying to do. So it's something that I need to put down, you know? So yes. That was the you know, cause when it comes to mastering ourselves, we gotta we gotta, you know, take note of everything. And these are good seven ways, things to take note of and start working on. And, you know, stress is one of those things. Like, you know, how can you live a successful, enjoyable, fulfilled life if you stress out? It's not going to work because you stressed out. That's like the opposite of the of the spectrum. Fulfillment, joy, stress. Like they on two different sides of the you need to completely drop the stress and or learn how to. Not even completely drop it because there are still, again, tests. There are going to be stressful moments, stressful situations that we deal with. We're human, living a human experience. So, therefore, learn how to cope positively with it. Like I said, there's going to be different things that people cope with. People use drinking to cope, sex to cope, um, cigarettes to cope, food to cope with things that they're going through in stressful situations. We have to be able to take note of that. Like, when I'm stressed out, what do I do? Change it to something positive. Go work out. Um... Choose to find some a balance, temperance. Learn learning how to like slowly cut things out. Um, read a book when you get urges to do something. Sh- uh, negative when it's time to cope, go take a walk. You know what I'm saying? Talk about it. Like find positive ways to cope with that stress. Um, seriously. So what am I on? Am I on? That was five. I'm on six. Okay, I'm going to stop this, and I'm going to come back. Okay, number six. I'm going to have me some ice cream after this, y'all. Cuddle up. I need to listen to this, but. (laughs) Woo. Okay. So, number six, self-discipline. Of course. I have finally stepped into mastering my self-discipline. The ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses, the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. I just currently got on board with mastering this. Okay. Um, it was hard. A lot of people say that I'm disciplined. Like a lot of people would say, like, "Nah, you disciplined though. Like you got discipline." But we can have discipline in certain areas. Like, we could be disciplined in one thing and lacking in another area. You got to be disciplined in everything that you try to, like, whatever, whatever is in line with where you're trying to go. You need to be disciplined in those things. Right? Temperance is a good virtue to have when it comes to cultivating discipline. Excuse me, y'all. Sorry. It might lead to eventually cutting things completely off. So. This is like top tier, but it's so important to discipline yourself. And oh my God, like with things, the hardest thing right now is me really truly focusing and staying off my phone. But I'm slowly walking into that um, because I didn't know that was an area that I really, really need to work on until like now. Well, I knew that actually for a long time, but I'm so on and off. So like that's why I said temperance because I'm at a place now where I'm trying to do, you know, not too little, not too much because that because of the fact that like, you know, I have to post for my podcast, you know, I have the book drop and, the book drop and stuff like that, you know, um. A lot of my work is through the internet. You know, a lot of the things that I put out is through the internet. So I genuinely, you know, be on my phone for those reasons, but also just not doing the most. <laughs> I love it. I love some entertainment. I'm not going to lie. But, um, you know, just being able to drop something because you know, like, it's not in alignment with you. Being able to stop doing something because it's not in alignment with where you're trying to go. And really sticking to it. Like, really standing on business about it. Really standing um sticking to your boundaries that you set with certain things, like really being, you know, showing, having that temperance about certain things is very important. Um, For example, I'm practicing abstinence and, you know, I've been trying to practice abstinence for almost a year now and I was never able to really get past three months, you know, um, and, you know, I'm finally on my way to four months and I'm so excited, I'm so happy for myself because, you know, I talk about it a lot because I want people to, to be a part, like, you know, I talk about a lot of things because the people that are taking the journey, people that value, you know, their journey and, you know, value the things that are in alignment with them. And that's one of the things for me, um, is abstaining, um, and learning, like really learning my worth because I wasn't taught about, you know, sex growing up. I wasn't taught about, you know, that I'm worthy, you know, of the weight, you know, that I'm worthy of, you know, that I'm, there's more to me than just, you know, what's between my legs. Right. So Um, there's truth in it, you know, because you, there's a lot of connections that you build, but that (laughs) sorry, there's a lot of connections that are built based off sex and based off outside appearances, right? So, you know, I don't want that for myself. Like, I genuinely don't want that for me. Like, I genuinely want something, you know, deeper than that, something, you know, that's built on something, you know, something deeper than the ocean, so... I had to take a step back and say, you know what? I know what I want, and I'm not going to keep settling for people or situations that, you know, only see one thing or only think about one thing. And even if some men don't just think about sex, like, that's still on their mind. Like, there's still a goal for them. That's still, like, something that they're going to still try to pursue, even if they respect you. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to stand on those boundaries and know, like, this is this is what it is. This is what, it, this is what it's not. Because... A man can respect you, but they still got needs, just like I still got needs like it's hard I'm saying from sex it's hard, okay, it's very, very hard, but you know, I know what I want out of my life, and I know what what I value and what's in alignment with that, and what's in alignment with you know my sexual life is wanting something deeper than surface level, so I'm willing to wait for that deeper than surface level, okay. And that's what, and then, like, that's what, and that's, and for me to really get disciplined on it and stick to my guns and really mean it, it's easy when you're single, though, so I can't really, like, you know, I'm so, like, I guess it's like a little, you know, it's it's kind of cheating when you're single and you're really not dealing with nobody. <laughs> it's easy, but, you know, it allows me to see why I am, why I needed to be alone so that I could, you know, stand on my, stand on business. You know that I could be the Statue of Liberty. You know what I'm saying? Because you know it's hard dealing with somebody and trying to stand on your boundaries, but also you know it allows you to be able to weed out who isn't going to give you what you deserve or what you, what is in alignment with you and your values. Um, and that's not technically marriage either. Just to put, just to point that out there, because it's not about oh you have to marry me. It's more so about somebody really seeing you outside of that you know somebody that genuinely wants to be with you and grow old with you you know what i'm saying because that's what we don't understand like we get older one day like you you know it's deeper than just that like who is the person that's gonna? you know what i'm saying i don't get too deep in there but who is the person that's gonna be there when you old (laughs) when you can't do for yourself when you can't make decisions for yourself you know what i'm saying who gonna be your rock and all these little surface level relationships and situations is not it. Like it's a year of no settling. Um, you know, like being disciplined in relationships in general. Like, you know, I'm I'm I've you know my mentor, you know, suggested that I stay single, you know, for the next couple of months. That's hard for me. <laughs> not it's not hard for me to be single, it's hard for me to not like want to deal with somebody. You know what I'm saying? So just standing on business about that, you know, standing on business about not smoking, you know, just little things that of me knowing where I'm going and being able to control myself in those areas so that I can get to where I'm going. Because I know that there's, there's something, you know, there's things. Whatever I lost, whatever I'm losing out on is going to be replaced with better. So it's important to really master these things about yourself. And your life is not my life, so the things that you need to have discipline in probably look different, you know. The things where them boundaries, boundaries is flimsy is probably different for, um, or the things where you repeat cycles, probably different from me, okay. But it's the importance of being able to control those things about yourself, master those things about yourself, so that you can really receive what is truly out there for you. So you can really be successful and live the life that was meant for you to live. You know what I'm saying? So get discipline in the areas that you need to be disciplined in. And again, sometimes it looked like having temperance. Not too little, not too much. Like for me to stop smoking, I had to start, you know, having temperance about smoking. So, you know, slowing it down. Not too little, not too much. Not buying none. I didn't buy. I didn't. I didn't buy no weed for a whole year, and I was smoking. This whole past year, I ain't buying no weed, and I was still smoking. But I told myself, if I, if I, and before we take that to in out of context, you know, it was you no know, crazy stuff going on, nothing like that. I don't do no stuff like that. Um, I'm I'm plugged in. How about that? <laughs> Let me stop. But um, for real. Uh, um. But my ex, he was a smoker too, and he made sure I was straight at the same time when I was with him. But um, yeah, like I had to, I had to tell myself that, and I meant that I did not buy none. I didn't buy none. So if I had to buy it, I, I just wasn't going to smoke. So you you have to put down these certain, you know, like certain things you're not going to just master. Just like that, temperance is important. Knowing, okay, being so self-aware, where you're like, okay, well, I know where I need to get to. I know where I need to be. Where I, I know the destination of this t- specific thing. So for me, I know that I want to stop smoking, but I know it's hard. So let me just, okay, let me just stop buying it. And if I smoke, I smoke. If I don't, I don't. Okay, let me just start to slow down. Okay, I know this is how I cope. Let me not use the cope. Let me just use it to, uh, before I get busy. For I, before I uh, busy with to do things like before I start cleaning up or before I write sit down and write. And then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, well, just at night. And then I got to a point where, okay, forget it. Because like even at night it's not good because I, I wasn't you know, I wanted to start remembering my dreams, you know. So it's these little things that we must like take note of and tally up and calculate so that we can go so that we can complete and fulfill this this whole self mastery, self control thing. We have to have this self awareness. We have to have this emotional intelligence. We gotta know how to set goals. You know what I'm saying? We have to. What else did I say? We have to have this positive thinking. You know, we gotta be optimistic. Like, you know, okay, I know I'm gonna get there. I know, I know, I'm determined. Having a determined mind is better than being determined to do nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? Because at least you determined to to end to stop doing something. At least, at least, I had in my mind to. That I wanted to abstain from sex, even if I wasn't making the past three months, at least I was determined to be that person, and now I am that person and i I know I'm good, but let's say I slip up a month- two months from now. I have this determination about myself where it's like, hey, skate man say, get back up, and try it again a t l get back up, brush your shoulders off, and try it again, but you know i'm 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 past slipping up, okay past it and if somebody get me they a good one <laughs> that's a good one baby mm. but yeah like you just gotta under like that's why that number one is that i vouched for your number one being self-awareness who am i you gotta know, like even with drinking drinking alcohol i knew two three years ago that i was not one of them that was gonna keep going crazy with the alcohol turning up uh And next morning, next morning, throwing up over the. "Mm, Take a shot, take a shot. Mm, I'm a sip. I knew exactly where I need to be, and I'm good. I don't want to be feeling all crazy, you know. And also, I took into account my family history as well. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a lot of these things that we simply have to take note of when it comes to this journey of self mastery. It's not easy. But when you start to become self-aware and you take these notes and you take note of your journey of your life and the things that you're doing, your actions, your thoughts, you know, everything about, you know, your life. And you want to say, okay, I want to get in control of these these negative things, these things that are not doing me no good, these things that are not beneficial anymore to my journey, these things that are, you know, not bringing me to success like I've never succeeded because I'm still doing this I've never gotten anywhere because I'm still doing this you have to come to awareness about the you know all of these things so that you can you know get disciplined slowly but surely you get to that place slowly but surely after you know becoming self-aware emotionally intelligent uh setting goals after slowly but surely going through this walking through this fire I was able to get to a point where I could start disciplining myself on the the real things that I need to discipline myself on. You know what I'm saying? Because some things, like, okay, drinking and smoking, I can discipline myself with drinking. It was harder for me to discipline myself with smoking because I used it as a coping mechanism for stress. I never used drinking as a coping mechanism, just to party. I never coped with drinking. If, that case, if that's the case, I would have been in the liquor store more than I was at the weed, calling up the weed man, the plug. You know what I'm saying? So it's different for everybody. So, it was easy for me to gain discipline and self-awareness around it, you know, alcohol. It was more difficult for me to gain self-awareness and self-discipline around and set goals to stop smoking and be more positive, you know, around smoking. Because it was a way I coped. But the fact that I've made it this far and everything else, I was able to now say, okay, this is the last thing on my list. You know what I'm saying? That I know I need to get disciplined in. Because I, I'm, I have mastered self awareness so much that okay, as everything else is getting you know disciplined, this is the last thing that needs discipline, correct? So now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, this is the last thing on my list. I need to be more disciplined in my smoking. So, I'm the fact that I already mastered self awareness. I'm able to take note of the fact that okay, name, you need to be more disciplined in this. That's why, you know, I'm glad that I walked through the fire the way I walked through it because I knew that smoking was still something that I had to let go of. Regardless if I done did a lot of work on myself, made it this far, I'm still able to look at my life and say smoking is not helpful, it's not beneficial, it's doing more harm than good right now. You know what I'm saying? So you have to do those things. And things are tempting. Things are tempting. We are tempted to, to pick it back up and keep doing it, but you have to control those urges, those, those desires. When it comes to the things we want to discipline discipline ourselves in, we got to control those desires, those emotions, those feelings of, you know, like I said, I said, I said like three or four times this week, I need to smoke. You know what I'm saying? But I believe even if I had it, I still wouldn't have because I'm that self-aware but at the same time, you know, I was aware enough to be like, okay, you need, you need to find some ways to continue to work through whatever happens, you know, in your life. You know, whatever test comes up, you need to not even think about smoking. You need to already have something that you could just pick up and do. You know what I'm saying? So you have to do that self-mastery, man. I'm telling you. So, yeah. Um so that's something that I've I you know I have discipline, but you know, make sure you are disciplined in all of the things that may be causing you harm, that you are tempted to do, that is a that is a desire or temptation for you, but it's not benefiting you. And you know it's not benefiting your journey or what's in alignment with you. So that's why I talked about that, like abstaining for sex, um Smoking; those were my two things that I've been disciplining myself in right here lately, because I know it's not in alignment with where I'm trying to go. You know, I know it was, it was on my journey, on this journey, it has been doing more harm than good for me. It has not been beneficial dealing with people that only want to do that. I don't, want, I because I don't want that. That's not so. It's not beneficial to me because that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I want to base something off of. So yeah, I'm going to discipline myself. Yes, it is good in the moment. Yes, I I like it. I got I'm a I'm a woman, but just 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 to do it like that don't do nothing for me. Like if it ain't nothing deep and deep, I it, I'm good. I'm I'm good. If you ain't trying to be my fiancé my husband, if you not locked in tight, if we not doing this for life, if we not for lifers, it's over for you. Okay, my last one, which is the one that I am working on right now, my seventh skill for self-mastery. Oh. Time management. The process of organizing oh. the ta- <laughs> Time management, y'all. The process of organizing and planning how to allocate your time between different tasks and activities. I'm struggling, y'all. But I'm determined. I'm self-aware, you know. I'm self-aware, you know. I'm emotionally intelligent, so I, I use my logic and my emotions. I don't let my emotions get the best of me and say, oh, my God, you're never going to get this. No, I say, look, I'm struggling, but, hey, one day I'm going to get it right. One day I'm going to have this time management down on pack. Watch. You know, and that's that positive thinking. That's that optimism, Okay. I ain't letting it stress me out. I'm not doing that. i'm gonna get disciplined at my time i'm gonna get i'm gonna get this done. You see how that all just fall in line like that. Come on now, like my old pastor used to say, Come on somebody, okay, like you see how that falls in line like that. It's a step by step process don't rush chef mastery, but in order you need to you you gotta you gotta learn and master yourself though It's important to get on this journey. This is not for everybody. This is for if you're on this journey of choosing to heal yourself, grow in your life and self-develop things about yourself. Self-mastery is important. Mastering self is important. You have to overcome yourself. You have to learn to get out of your own way. Get to know yourself. Who you are. And then turn around and start to build yourself back up. Use the transmute the the pain, use the bad And turn it into good. And keep elevating the good things about you. When I put my mind to something, I get it done. So, once when I was doing this, one thing that came to my mind was that I had to fulfill each of these skills one step at a time. I just said that. Since discipline is number six, and it's something that I'm just... You can see why this is the struggle for me. Um... Because I'm just mastering what it means to really be, dis- be disciplined and stand on business about the things that I got going on um, in my last few areas. So now I can see myself really, really being disciplined in time management and really focusing on my time management and being more organized and really just trying to get on my schedule, my daily schedule, and really just buckle down, you know. So that's exciting, you know, to see like, okay, I'm closer and closer to really mastering myself and really have living this fulfilled, successful life in my day-to-day life. I might not be successively... Like, I might not be rich, you know, in money. I might not be this successful star, but do you know how good it feels to just be aware of self? Be emotionally intelligent within yourself. Be thinking positive about yourself in your life. Being able to set goals. Being able to cope with stress when it comes learning really to be disciplined and standing on standing on business about yourself and the things that you're in line with what and then being able to manage your time on a daily and being able to get every single done thing you got planned whether it's you know work activities you know whatever physical creative like meditate anything that your day you able to get your day to day routine done with ease with and be able to go to bed on. do you know how fulfilling that is that's gonna be to me I Feel like I won a million dollars, okay. That's wealth to me, that's wealth to Nate because I don't, I've been working hard on this journey, right? It is hard, like I told y'all, it's been three years, and I've been developing each one of these skills to where three years later, I'm on this last skill. Sorry, y'all. I'm on this last skill. And it's amazing. It feels great. Like, wow. And it's like I I was not made aware of this until I sat down and did this uh started to prepare for this episode. It's a beautiful feeling. So I want you to rank these out for yourself. Um, I'm gonna add them to the description box. Go through and rank these for yourself or simply just type in self mastery, you'll see them um there's seven self-mastery skills write them down see where you at like just write write all seven down and if you can go through and look at the definition of let's say self-awareness and you feel like okay I've mastered it put a one emotional intelligence I've mastered it put a two goal setting put a three stress management put a four if you have not managed let's say time management yet or emotional intelligence just leave it blank until you get there. Until you can come back to a point, and say, okay, now I I read the definition. I know what I need to work on. I know how I can implement this. I've done the research. You know, I can I I've, I've received the knowledge. Now I can start to apply it to my life. Hold on, y'all. I'll be back. Sorry, y'all. Omg. Um. But okay. So I just said that, you know, I started self-awareness in 2021. Three years later, I'm just now getting on time management and getting that skill. The most important thing is just get started. Self-mastery is having full control over self so that you are fully living a better, healthier life. So that you can fully focus and gain the fulfillment that we're all searching for. There's a lot more you find out. As you work on yourself. So, you know, these skills are just like self-mastery skills. But there's so much more to the journey that comes to you when you start to even just tap in with self. You know, when you make that decision to say, okay, I want to start, you know, getting back in control of my life. I want to change the way things are going. I want to change the path. I want to break the cycles, you know. I want to break the curses. There's more that's going to come with that but you just have to start. You literally just have to open your eyes and see that the lifestyle that, you know, I've been living, you've been living is not it. Like once you once you realize that, that sets off so many like you just hit the domino, like the domino effect, like y'all don't understand. Because you have to look and say, "Okay, where ha- where has this life gotten me?" You know? If you're not truly where you want to be, it's time to get in full control of yourself. Take note of the path you're currently on. Do you know where you're going? Where is your path currently taking you right now? Who is in control of you? Yourself or this world that we're living in? It's time we take our power back, and it starts with mastering self. It's really simple. We're our own worst enemies. And we ignore that really bad. We really ignore the fact that we're our own worst enemies. So I encourage you to. Start the journey or be more intentional with the journey if you're already on the journey. That's why I told y'all to take note and rank these things, one through seven. What have you mastered so far about yourself? Where are you at on this journey of self-mastery? Because when you master these things, like, for example, joy was not one of the skills, right? Because joy is not a skill. But it comes... That's why I said, like, once I get my time management down, I feel like I want to win a million dollars simply because this is what I've been working so hard for just to be able to live my life day to day with no stress, no worries, not cussing nobody out, Um, you know, using my brain, using my mind, you know, staying self aware, staying on point, being in alignment with my values, knowing I'm not taking no mess. Not letting nobody walk over me. Not, you know, allowing certain things that I know I don't want to allow. You know what I'm saying? Like, really getting full control over myself and really living my life how I want to live it on a day-to-day. Not every other day I'm trying to figure out who am I. Every day I know exactly who I am when I wake up and I live out my life every day joyfully. With no worries. So hope you guys enjoy y'all stay safe y'all stay beautiful i love you guys from my heart to yours good night